Hey, I'm Jody, And I'm Anna. Welcome to Let's Be Real Podcast. Where we talk about why our stories matter and how Jesus is for us. We believe that God created us for a purpose, which gives meaning to everything that we go through. When we share our stories, we can bring hope and help to others. We hope you'll join us. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Jody, And I'm Anna. And we're really excited that you're here today. We have a very special guest today. We have our good friend, Amber Collins. Yay! Um, yeah, we're so excited to have you. Um, Amber, can you tell us a little bit about you and what you do? Sure. Um, like they said, I'm Amber Collins, and I am the club director here at Cross Point, which is our um, kids' ministry. So I'm over birth through fourth grade um, and I get the opportunity to partner with parents and just love on kids and families when they um, are here on campus and just um, partnering with them throughout the week and um, I am married for 15 years to my husband Ryan wow we've been together for 20 years congratulations little we were in high uh, college right right in college starting college whenever we got together and so we've been together for 20 years which is kind of makes me feel real old (laughs) (laughs) and we have um an 11 year old daughter and an eight-year-old son so um, i love your kids life is busy yeah and and fun it's a fun stage of life so Mm -hmm. that's awesome well we're so excited to have you here um, we've been talking through knowing God, knowing God personally in our relationships and our community, and we're really excited to talk to you about how we help our kids know God. We know that you're definitely experienced in this topic, and so we wanted to gain all the wisdom that you have. But um, as Jody and I were just preparing for our time together, we were thinking through our role as a parent. What is it? What does it look like for us to help our kids know God? And it's like a big responsibility it just mm-hmm. is it kind of feels overwhelming when you think about it because gosh there's nothing greater than that and I'm probably gonna end up crying during this time too so <laughs> Jody mentioned she might cry today I'm, I'm probably gonna end up crying too That's um okay. uh you know it's just such a great responsibility and and you feel the weight of that and the importance of that and um and knowing that you know we have only so much time that we have them from birth to 18 mm-hmm. and then they spread their wings and th- that seems like such a long time until you're in it and I'm like well my daughter's already 11 and gosh we're we're I mean Landon is eight and he's halfway there you know mm-hmm. and it's a the time is really really fast mm-hmm. and so um, it's so important for us to be intentional with that time and it's so easy not to be with the busyness of life and the things that get in the way and um, so uh, we know that in the Bible it tells us that we are to impress the words of God in our children and to teach them about Him. And um, and so it's not just like something that we should do. It's something that we are called to do. It's our responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's not just something that, you know, yeah, we should probably do that. It, it is our responsibility that we're actually mm-hmm. called to do as parents and, and our most important responsibility. And so, um, you know, it's just, it's easy to not, prioritize some things um, and, and prioritize other things and sometimes those things are out of balance and so mm-hmm. you know f- figuring out how to um, prioritize the things that matter the most and are going to be the most impactful for our children and right. spiritually long term it's it's a lot it's very overwhelming you know as a person who's as a parent who's in it myself now you know it, it's a lot because um, we're still growing Right. We're still yeah. growing in how we know God. And so it's a lot to impart to our kids as we're still learning. 
Right. And I think it's hard, too, to have an eternal perspective when everything is so practical and immediate around us that we can get caught up in what needs to happen. And I think sometimes being thinking of their eternity and what legacy we want them to have and how we want to um, live and have them live can kind of get lost in the middle of all of the laundry and the shuffling around and the dinners that... The doing and the the undoing and the doing again. Right. Yeah. But when it all comes down to it, like the most important thing is that we lead them to Jesus and yeah. that we give them the foundation that they're going to be able to build the rest of their lives upon, you right. know? And yeah. so it, it, again, is just a really big responsibility and not yeah. something that we can just, um, you know, shove aside and it's something that we have, we have to make it a priority. Yeah. So practically we know that in the Bible it encourages us to do church, like to get the support of church, but what other practical things do you see? I know it kind of can depend on the stage of life that your yeah. kid is in, but just like generally, what do you see as some practicals that we could be doing with our kids? Well, so for one, for me, um, having the church involved in your child's life is really important. Mm-hmm. But like the church itself is only responsible for about 40 hours, they say, like uh, of your child's yearly life. So like 40 hours a year is the average a child would spend actually in the church itself if they're coming not every week of the year and missing some and whatever. Mm-hmm. And that could even be a high number, high estimate for some families too. And so um, the rest of the time is the parent's time with them, mm-hmm. 40 hours out of the year versus the rest of the hours in the year. And so um, it's, it's the importance of spending time in his word as an individual, as a parent, first of all, and then at with your child and spending time praying with your child and teaching them how to pray and why we pray mm-hmm. um, and surrounding them with people who are not just in your family but outside influences that can mm-hmm. impact them, mm-hmm. like their small group leader or a neighbor who loves God or uh, a teacher who loves God or a coach or whatever, you know, having those outside influences that are mm-hmm. going to um, positively impact their spiritual development and who, who they become. because. As you as a parent, obviously, are the greatest impact and the greatest influence in their life. But it's important for them to have those outside influences, too. I have found that because as my kids got older, I could say the same thing five times. But then a Mm. teacher or a friend's parent or somebody would say the same thing. And all of a sudden, the light bulbs went on. And it's like, I never (laughs) even said it before. You know, so it's important to have backup. Yeah. Yeah. The people you can trust with your kids. Yeah, for sure. And I think, too... Um, what I heard you say, Amber, is that the church is a partner with you and right. not the end-all be-all. Like, you don't take your kid to church so and you can check it off. Right. It is a part, it's a resource in in helping our kids grow in wisdom and stature and helping them to know God personally. Yeah, and I think it's such an important part um, of, yeah. your, of your faith community in being a part of a church. And um, I don't want to discount that. Obviously, that's why we're right. here. That's why we do what we do. But... Um, thinking about the impact that you can make in one hour a week as a church and and then versus what you have the rest of the week as a parent and what you can do in their life. It's just so much more time to be intentional to make a difference. Do you have like any resources that you can think of that we as a church have available for parents? Um, we or do. other things that maybe they could do? Yeah, so um, there's our, our curriculum that we currently use is Orange Curriculum, um, but there are many curriculums out there. There's the the um, Gospel Project is another great 
um, resource, and um, there are parent resources there for a, a faith conversation guides and salvation guide, you know, to help parents have those conversations with their children. Yeah. Um, because at different stages, kids are going to ask different things and want to know different things. And so um, have resources for parents at the different phases of life that they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many, so many out there um, that are available that you can, you know, you want to make sure that it's from a source that is obviously mm-hmm. uh, what your beliefs are right. <laughs> um, as a Christ follower. But um, gosh, there's just, and there's, you know, different um, versions of Bibles, like for instance, a, a child who's a fifth grade boy it might be hard to get him to read his Bible. But then there's an action Bible that is like comic book. It's written like a comic book. Well, oh. that could get him to read. You yeah, know, yeah. things like that. So, right. depending on where they are in the stages of life that they're in, those types of things can mm-hmm. be really helpful in um, in just teaching them about the Lord and in a really like non-threatening kind of like seamless way of including it into your daily mm-hmm. life as a family. Yeah. yeah. I think that's really powerful when you can include it in your daily life and it's not like a big thing that we're doing but it's that we pray before we go to bed or it's that we read our bible together or you know those things that you can integrate naturally into your regular rhythm i know i always found too that even watching a tv show or a movie and asking open-ended questions don't ask ask a yes or no because that's all you'll get <laughs> or, or grunt if you're uh, or i don't know yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but having conversations, well, how did that character, was that a good thing or a bad thing? Why? You know, like, because they're in it, they're, that's part of their life, and they're absorbing all of that information. And, and so to help navigate behaviors or attitudes and motivations behind those things and helping them talk it through mm-hmm. was, I think, very helpful, too. And they're in the middle of it, you know, so mm-hmm. I think that's good. Yeah, and I think, too, sometimes with kids we have a temptation to put things very simply for them Mm. like so that they understand it but then they might be missing out on the full the fullness of the truth that God has given us so I think sometimes it can be hard to I guess be developmentally appropriate Mm. for um for the Bible and for stories because we want them to understand it and so sometimes we might simplify it a little bit too much too much yeah, because you don't want to take away, this is my take, you don't want to take away the power of who God is just because you're trying to make it palatable, palatable mm-hmm. for them, you know? Yeah. Because I think it's the power of who He is that transforms us in that encounter with Him. And if we make it too, like, oh, that's, Jesus just, you know, whatever, then it's not really impactful to them. Yeah, if we get too cutesy and too yeah. simple. Yeah. And, right. And I think we do underestimate what kids can know and understand sometimes and we have to keep in mind that different kids are like going to develop at different levels too and so like as a parent you kind of know your kid and you know um their level of understanding and so Mm -hmm. some kids like abstract concepts of who god is and those kinds of things that you can't touch you know and so like a lot of kids aren't going to understand that until they're a little older because that's a just a brain development thing you know like scientifically your brain development and and understanding abstract concepts but some kids are more mature and they can Mm -hmm. learn that and so as a parent you kind of start to know your child and and you can start explaining things to them at a different level and if they're like what are you talking about you know Mm -hmm. then you know okay this we have to build to this but um it's you know it is different for each child but uh it we want to make sure that what we're telling them is one the truth Mm -hmm. that is biblical truth and that they understand that 
um, it's not just a story in a book that it's it's mm. it's real it's alive it's something that did happen but it's still alive today and that the word of God is something that that impacts their own life today mm-hmm. it affects who they are it affects how they can then go and impact the others around them you know and like that it's living and breathing it's not just a book with some neat stories like Cinderella you know yes. right so, you know right. So. Jody, that reminds me of a story you were telling me about teaching the pre-K kids. Oh, yeah. About uh, skin knees. Oh, yeah. I remember being one time in, because I teach um, the pre-Ks and the kindergartners next door mm-hmm. on sun, Sundays. And, and she does a great job of that. She's um, an awesome storyteller. Thank you. <laughs> but I remember one time say, asking them, because I was trying to make sure they understood that Jesus was real and he actually lived. Mm-hmm. And I said, so do you think Jesus skinned his knees? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Like, they were, like, right. called to the thought that. I was like, well, if he was a boy like you mm-hmm. and he was playing outside, then don't you think he would have skinned his knees? And they had, like, they just made them pause right. for a minute and really think, okay, so maybe maybe he's not just this, you know, figure that is so unattainable I, I can't even touch him but oh he was a kid mm-hmm. you know right and that to see kind of like the things on their faces as process it was pretty it was fun yeah yeah I think that's really cool and it's really good to bring that reality back in because I think a lot of times our kids see things on tv or in books and they see things that are sensationalized and dramatized um mm-hmm. that are all fake like they right. see superheroes on tv and um, we have to be able to be grounded to to share with them, like, yeah, Jesus is the best superhero ever, but he's real. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and just reminding them that, like, God's word is truth, and it is true. Everything in it is true because it's God's word. We tell the kids that every Sunday, this Bible is God's word. It is true. Mm-hmm. God, you know, mm-hmm. these words are from God. And so that they know that we that that's what we believe. It, it is the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that will really support them and do them well in life because they will face opposition to their faith and I feel like our kids are getting grown up younger and younger and so they're going to have to be able to defend their faith Mm. so they really have to be able to stand on their own two legs (laughs) they have to know it yeah Yeah. exactly so we have to be able to equip them in their faith for that Mm -hmm. too right yeah and as our kids get older um, you know the, the battle for them to really believe it and stand in it is going to become more and more intense for them you know like do you do your kids at school face that now do they get challenged at all with their faith and what they believe in or, or why they can't or won't do something um not so much yet I think as they get a little older um Macy's probably right at that borderline where that's going to start happening mm-hmm. um I should not that I'm aware of anyway yeah. it, it yeah. could have happened yeah. and I just haven't been told of it, but I think that that is to come for sure. Mm-hmm. Being yeah. that being in the preteen stage, that's when you know, right? That opposition starts well, <laughs> increasing. And true, in, in all honesty, is not just outside of the church where you get challenged, no, right? In your faith, and you might mm-hmm. get a little bit of pushback for mm-hmm. what you will or won't do. And so, for each person to know who they are in God and have confidence in mm-hmm. that is a job as a parent is uh, crucial. So yeah. that our kids can be resilient. So they do know how to have, you know, the words or the 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 why behind. Mm-hmm. Not well it's not just mommy's God, it's my God. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just my youth pastor's God, it's my God. Right. Yeah, I know for me personally, um, 
my family, we went to a church my whole life and in high school, to the same church for my whole life. And my freshman year of high school, we ended up um, changing churches. And my parents turned to us, me and my brother, and said, okay, well, what's important to you in a church? And me and my brother were like, uh, exactly what our old church was like I don't know but it was really good because it made me stand up to be like okay and take some more ownership of my mm-hmm. faith of okay well what is important to me in a church okay well I do think it would be important mm-hmm. to have strong missions at our church or you know and it really made me reflect inwardly of it's not just going to be handed to you like you have to seek it out yeah and I do think, too, that part of the things I think we maybe shy away from with our kids, and we have to be careful, age-appropriate, and not share too much, but have them be a part of how to um, resolve conflict and how when we do have a struggle or a crisis of faith, how do we walk through that? Mm-hmm. Because we're not equipping them if we don't teach them how to handle that. Mm-hmm. Because they will come to that point. Every single person comes to that point where they have to t- make that transition, they have a crisis of faith, or something happens that really just rocks them. Mm-hmm. And they have to know, they have to know who, where to go and where to stand, or I don't, I don't have the strength in myself to do this, but I know who to go to to help me. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it reminds me of the verse of train up a child in the way yeah. he should go when he's yeah. old, he won't depart from it. It's not, it's not a promise that your child won't be a human and have doubts and insecurities and rebellion and all of those things. It's more mm-hmm. of the fact that if you have that firm foundation, that they will then be able to fight off the, the arrows that are being flung at them, you yeah. know, from the world and like that and how important that is and, and, yeah. and our responsibility as parents to be the ones to build that foundation. Absolutely. I mean like look at the disciples. Jesus told them to go across to row, but he knew there was a storm. He sent them into the storm. Mm-hmm. So there's storms that will be coming in our kids' lives and if we don't prepare that, right. you yeah. know, we're not setting them up for success. Yeah, and I think one really great way that we can prepare them is to pray for them and to pray with them. Someone told me, or there's a quote, I can't remember, but they were saying, if you're not praying for your child, who is? Right. And it's like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, really. So it really um, encouraged me of, man, that needs to be a top priority, not yeah. just like a back corner. And something that I'm guilty of, it, it's so easy to pray for the things that are happening here and now, mm-hmm. like in their life right now or in my life right now, you know, the things that are going on currently in the world even, but right. like thinking ahead of like their future spouse, right. their future whatever. I'm like, yeah. it's just, it's so hard to get past when you're in one phase of life that thinking about that phase and all the things that come with it. And so, um, it's a good reminder sometimes for to think about mm-hmm. what's ahead. Those mm-hmm. things are really important to be praying about those things too, not just what's the here and now. So. Yeah, that's so true. I think um, one way we can equip our kids is definitely, like we said, uh, making it part of our regular rhythm, mm-hmm. um, praying for and with them. And then I think, too, just continuing, like Jody said, to have open conversations with them and to be a safe place for questions mm-hmm. and conversations. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And as much as you might want to freak out if your kid comes to you and says, I don't know if I believe in God anymore, which happened to me, mm-hmm. you know, and you, and you want to, like, have a moment of, what do you mean? But you just support them and say, okay, what if you have questions or whatever? You know, then you go in your room and you have your freak out moment with God, but not with them, you know? <laughs> right. But you But to be that example and to give them space mm-hmm. to share their doubts, to mm-hmm. share their thing without 
condemnation or right. guilt or shame. Yeah. They don't need that on top of everything else. Right. You know? And I think sometimes, too, that could feel like a chore to have conversations. But I think if you prepare yourself, maybe you have a, a little box of questions and you keep it in the car. And that way, when you're in your car, you can use your time to not only get to the place you need to go, but also mm. have conversations. You can be multitasking and mm. not just have dead space. Or the dinner table is a great place to have yeah, conversations. Yeah, I love like, my yeah. conversations. Yeah, we used to do high lows at the dinner table. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Gives them a chance to kind of unload their day and mm-hmm. share something that maybe they wouldn't have mm-hmm. normally. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that. We and it's less too. intense when you're eating and just, yeah. you know. You're not just staring at each other. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Waiting for their answer. Yeah. Yes. You're really fighting over if they're eating their broccoli or not. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, um, it's a, yeah, it's a little covert, but it's good. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I, one thing I wanted to talk about, too, I think um, as parents... I think specifically moms, but we could have kind of bring that into with how our kids respond is comparing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. with other kids. Uh, my kid isn't doesn't know their Bible as well as that. It could be a million different ways, or kids could feel that same type of insecurity or whatever. So we have to be very careful mm-hmm. with the things that we struggle with and go to them with God because we are showing our kids. Yeah. I think about comparing too, like I'm in a season with um, like a one-year-old, like little littles. So it almost seems like, oh, well, there's nothing I can do at this stage. Like I can't talk to them. They can't talk back to me. But I know because I'm comparing it to people with bigger oh, kids. Oh, older kids, yeah. But really, there's so many truths that I can be instilling in her at this mm-hmm. age. Um, yeah. I just have to be intentional about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it is, you get in that comparison game and the comparison trap and you're like, well, I'm not doing anything great, so I'm just not going to try. Right. And then if we're comparing, it's kind of what you said, like if we are comparing ourselves to other parents or if um, kids are comparing, we're comparing our kid to someone else's kid in their development or their whatever, academics, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, then what our kids are learning is then to compare themselves mm-hmm. to others as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good. Um, Amber, is there anything else that we didn't get to today that you wanted to cover? Something that is really important to me as a parent um, that I think is so important for parents to have is community and um, having it, and and by that I mean not just, it's fun to have like friends and be social and all that, but having mentors, people who are older than you, who have parented kids, who maybe are adults now and they have been through it. Mm -hmm. Like Jodi, you know, she's, she's wise, she has wisdom and having experienced a lot of different stages of parenting at this point and having yeah. someone that you can go to like that that um, is ahead of you that can kind of share well, their experiences you with you, you know, and then people who are in it with you in the same age, you know, the kids mm-hmm. are kind of similar ages, they're in the mm-hmm. same phase of life as you in the same stage of life and um, kind of walk alongside you and they're kind of in the trenches with you but also mm-hmm. celebrating the big victories with you and um, and I think that those, those relationships are so important and mm-hmm. And I also think, and this is maybe the one that's missed the most, is then also having people that you then pour into that are behind you. So, like, you've got a mm-hmm. one-year-old, and I'm not much older than you or much wiser than you in parenting, but I have experienced a one-year-old, two one-year-olds, actually, yeah. that, you know, I'm past that stage of parenting. Absolutely. 
And so, like, yeah. then being able to speak encouragement into their hearts and, in, like, saying you are doing a great job. And, mm-hmm. yes, you're going to have days where you feel like you haven't done a great job, but that baby is still alive and she is still loved and mm-hmm. she still knows that you love her, you know. And mm-hmm. just reminding reminding people that are in the phase of life that are behind you yeah. that yeah. you, you know, encourage them mm-hmm. and, and speak truth into them. Because um, having experienced two different kids, one of them, when, when we had our daughter in 2010... I, our families are very close with us, so thankfully we have the support of our families and our parents and siblings and stuff, which is great. Um, but we didn't have a huge friend group support mm-hmm. in, in like peer group because we were kind of the first ones that had a baby out of all of our close friends at the time. Mm-hmm. And so our experience with her then and then our, our son three years later was so different because by then we had joined a, a life group and we had this community of people mm-hmm. around us and I had been we had both been serving in the church and had people who we knew that were older and wiser and had been there done that and um, besides of course our parents and our families mm-hmm. just other people outside of that that would speak life and truth and mm-hmm. um, encouragement and just say like yeah you're not alone in this and yeah. bring us food you know and just things yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and so it's just so important to kind of have those different groups as a parent mm-hmm. because in order to really teach your children to know God, you yourself have to really have that support system of people who are holding you accountable and walking alongside you and holding your hand and lifting you up whenever you can't get up yourself, you know, and yeah. all those things. Yeah. So, yeah. um, those are just such important pieces to parenting and, um, that I think that each parent needs to have. And thankfully I found that, um, through our families, but also through our community here at Cross Point. Yeah, and I think that's so important for the parent and for the kid too, for the for kid sure. to see that you need the support, that yes. you need that help. So Amber, if someone was new like me, well, I'm not new, but if they were like a new new parent and they're trying to find that kind of community, how would you encourage them like if they're new to Cross Point? I would say for sure, um, first and foremost, to get to know the people who are serving in your child's area if your child is in sprouts in the nursery area you know get to know the leaders in there um and if they're a little older get to know the leaders in in their small groups if they're in the kids building so that you can create a connection with them in that way um joining a life group like i mentioned before was honestly for us the most important thing that we did when we came here it was something that we did very quickly after we started attending 10 years ago 10 Mm -hmm. 10 years ago gosh it was 10 years ago um and that was something that really changed um, us as individuals, but also our marriage. And mm-hmm. and it was we were still fairly new parents at the time, and so um, that was just such a huge impact. And those people are still mm-hmm. part of our um, fam, their friends and fam, family. We call it, you yeah, know, friends, yeah. family, um, and um, and also just serving in 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 our church, in our community, finding ways to then give to others. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, then our club team, there's five of us on our team and we love to connect with families and help to encourage and support them however we can too. So they obviously can always contact us and we love to meet with them and do what we can to support them. Because like we said before, it's a partnership. So we've got them yeah. for an hour a week and they've got them for the rest of their lives. And so <laughs> um, we'd really just love, and we're parents ourselves, so we understand. Yeah, you know what that looks oh, like. Oh, we can connect. Um, put your email in the notes. Yeah, we can put the best way to get in contact. In contact with, with everybody yeah. in the notes. Yeah, so if great. you have a question, look at the notes. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Amber, thank you so much for being here today. Thank um, you for having me. Before we close out, we we have we saved the toughest question for last. Oh goodness, because okay. it's called "Let's Be Real." 
So we're going to get real. Don't make me cry. Is it going to make me cry? Well, we're going to get real. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, gosh. Okay, so let's be real. Would you rather... Okay, this sounds like it's not going to make me cry, maybe. I'm feeling helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Would you rather have coffee or tea? Coffee, 100%. (laughs) Now, are you a cream and sugar girl or Um, what? I like the, like, international delight creamer with all, like, the chemicals and the sugar and all the terrible stuff for you. Right. It's a problem, but it's just who I am, (laughs) and so that's... Okay. I'm sticking to it. Okay. So, yeah, so not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. And I do love sweet tea. So okay. in the afternoon, sweet tea is good, but in the morning, yeah. coffee every coffee. day. Coffee, yeah. Coffee. Okay. Um, all right. Let's be real. Art museum or history museum? Science museum? Okay. <laughs> let's just add another one. Can I do that? Yeah, yeah let's just do it. I, I am like not an art or history person. Yeah, okay. Science, all right. So last one, would you rather cook or be cooked for? Be cooked for, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Do you? Does that ever happen in your house? Yeah, actually. So my husband was off the last few days, and he like cooked his own birthday burgers the other night, and then he smoked a brisket all day the next day. And wow. Then, yeah. So we were like three days in a row. I was like, man, you should be off work more often. Have birthdays. Like, <laughs> happy birthday to you. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's. I don't mind cooking, but I just yeah, I'm not super great at it. And I don't so in it. your house, if you cook, do you clean, or is it like one cooks and then one cleans? Or do you both kind of do it? Does the whole family um, pitch in? Yeah, we kind of all like, clean up. I don't, I'm don't. i not one of those that's like I have to have every dish cleaned before I go to bed. Okay. So like we'll get the food off the dishes and kind of, you know, get them all like in the side sink over mm-hmm. here. And if the dishwasher is not unloaded, I'll do it the next day and get the kids to. They're the unloaders and I'm the loader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, we kind of all help put things away and yeah. get it kind of, but we're not too OCD yeah. about the dishes actually being done. done. Yeah. yeah. It's one of my things. I'm just... Well, that's good. I have to yeah. let it go. It's good. Yeah, there are certain things you have to... You figure <laughs> that out. That's right. Well, I think we covered all of the things today. I think we did. Thank you, guys. Yeah. It was fun. Yay. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your heart with sure us. Sure thing. Yeah, I'm glad to do it. All right. We'll see you back next time. Yep. Have a great day. Bye.